In the name of the one who offers us living water. Amen. Thank you, Bill and Harriet and George, for helping me to read our gospel. Uh, The story that we just read, much like the story we read last week about Nicodemus and what we'll read next week about Jesus and a blind man who he healed, and then the week after that, a story about Jesus and three of his closest friends, Mary and Martha and Lazarus. All of these stories are long and deep and rich, and all of them are about Jesus in relationship with the people he encounters, and by extension, with us. We can read these stories in these weeks as lenses through which we experience Jesus' interactions with us, the ways in which he comes to us and offers himself to us. And these are the four weeks that lead up to Palm Sunday when we read The Passion, which ultimately is quite relational. And then we walk through Holy Week to Easter together. So the takeaway for me when we're looking at these stories and seeing how Jesus is in relationship with us through them is that we have to understand that we are reading these stories and coming together to worship with Jesus right next to us. Unpacking the stories with us and and trying to speak into our lives with them. And so this story today, if I imagine Jesus saying to us, well, what do we make of this together? We could just sit and let the story speak for itself. And I imagine that each person in this room heard something. We could have a week-long conference unpacking this one story. There's so much in it. So I'm going to stick to just one concept, and that's water. It's the obvious one, right? It's the thing that we notice, the woman at the well getting what she and her, the people who depend on her, the people she serves, getting what they need for the day, and being offered living water from Jesus Christ, who is reaching to her through social barriers and norms into her life and into relationship with her to offer her living water himself. Water is essential Our earth is made up, two-thirds of our earth is water, right? Two-thirds of each of us is water. We need water every day. A human can go a pretty long time without food, though we shouldn't. Um, We can only go about two days without water. And we need it. And throughout human history, all over our world, people structure their day and their lifestyle around the acquisition of water. It's the most important thing. People walk miles for it, carry it, clean it, store it, preserve it, use it carefully. It's gold. It's what keeps them alive. I think we lose sight of that with our faucets and taps here in a part of the world where we really use more than we ought to and don't think about it too much. It's relatively easy to be somewhat apathetic about our need for it. And today we have Jesus offering living water, and we have a collect that has us asking God to keep us both inwardly and outwardly, both in our bodies and in our souls. So if we can remember our bodily need for water, 
Can we translate that to our soul's need for what Jesus just offered this Samaritan woman? We need God's love. We need this living water. And we forget. I, I think I forget daily that that is a need that we do not survive without God's spirit in our lives. And that we need to dip into that well for our survival so that we can live into who we are, so that we can live into our vocations, our ministries, our call to be Christ in the world to people. And I think we just simply forget. There's a book that I found at my children's library in my neighborhood, A Cool Drink of Water. And it's got beautiful pictures of people all over the world drinking water. Um, And it talks about, I know you won't be able to see the pictures, but water scooped from a river, water drawn from a well, water dripping down the roof, water caught from fountains, from pumps, from the tap, a cool drink of water, water in cool clay pots, in buckets, in brass pots. Water shared with family, water shared with friends, water sipped from a thin tin cup. If you can see this picture, that's a good one. And as I thought this week about how important water is to us, how essential it is to us, I wondered what does it look like for us to think of Jesus' living water in the same way? What is it to drink Christ in, in a thin tin cup? To know all the ways that God pours himself, that Christ pours himself into each person in this creation in so many different ways. All the vessels that we are for that living water. And so God's love poured into us. It speaks of that in the epistle, doesn't it? That we have this gift of God's love being poured into us. God's love poured into us from clay pots. Drunken from rivers, from streams, dripping down from the rain. God's love poured into us because it's being shared among friends, among families. What does it look like for us to accept Christ's invitation to come to him for the living water that will leave us never thirsty again? What does it look like to take a deep drink of that cool water of God's love. Amen.